I am very excited. You guys know that I love celebrating girl bosses. I love celebrating anybody who's doing cool things. And I am very lucky to be surrounded by lots of great girl bosses. And so I often can just say, hey, what are you guys doing? And then get amazing people in studio. One of these specific girl bosses is my lovely friend, Kate Shearer, and she is joining me in studio today. I can see a lot of you tuning in on Instagram. If you want to see what's going on in studio, you can jump onto Instagram or you can carry on listening on Two Oceans Vibe Radio. You can live stream. But Katie, welcome, welcome, welcome to Two Oceans Vibe. How are you feeling today? Hi, Susanna. Yeah, feeling great. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute, absolute pleasure. Um, I think people are quite excited about this. I know I'm quite excited about this um, because we're going to be discussing things that we don't normally get to discuss when it comes to jewelry. I think a lot of people are at a little bit of a loss when it comes to jewelry as to what to actually, how to navigate their way through not being ripped off, first of all, and then also choosing things that are the right things. One of the first things um, that I told everyone is that you are a gemologist. And have I said that correctly? Yes, correct. Okay, great. Um, Maybe you want to just tell people what that actually is, because you're not just involved in creating beautiful jewelry but you've actually gone and studied gems very intensely tell us a little bit about that okay so um i actually um i went and because i of my passion for um gemstones diamonds and jewelry i decided you know that i wanted to um get taken seriously in the industry so i actually had to go and study at the gemological institute of america in New York, Manhattan, and I basically studied uh, diamond grading and gemstone identification. Um, And then I also did the jewelry design as well. So it's just, it was a very intensive uh, course. And um, yeah, I got to, uh, I guess, got a very good experience um, with, you know, diamonds and gems. And, And yeah, now I would classify myself as an expert in the industry. Um, so Which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is amazing. I mean, I think it's it's quite a, a rare uh, qualification to have in South Africa because I guess you do have to, you know, there aren't really any campuses here in um, in South Africa or GIA campuses where you can study. So I was very fortunate to be able to go and, you know, do that in New York. So that was great. It is. It's absolutely fantastic because, I mean, I I just, I didn't even know. I've give, I recently gave Katie some diamond jewelry that I had that I wanted to have reset and um and Katie was like are you sure this is a diamond I'm like I don't know I got told it was a diamond I mean it came with a certificate but I wouldn't know what to actually look for you know and and how to know whether I'm getting an actual diamond or not but I know that you know so maybe we should start there Yes, yeah, so I mean, basically, obviously, when um, all the diamonds, I mainly deal with polished polish diamonds that have uh, been um, graded by a lab. And I generally tend to prefer to use GIA certified diamonds, um, which I then, you know, I, obviously, then that will tell you, it will give you the, the value factors of the diamond. So it will give you the four C's, which is um, color, clarity, cut, and carat weight. And um, those are all very important and that will all determine the price of the diamond in the end. And it will also give you other little points like it will let you know what the, um, you know, if the diamond has any fluorescence, which is also a good thing to check. 
Um, I generally, what is that? How do you? What is so that? Fluorescence <laughs> is just a natural element um, that uh, form when the diamond forms in nature that appears. But generally, I tend to go for diamonds with no fluorescence um, because you know it's just uh, just uh, it's just a better quality diamond not to have fluorescence. So can I spot that as a lay person? And no. what does fluorescence well, you, look like? You wouldn't or? be able to spot it with the na- uh, you wouldn't be able to spot it with the naked eye. But you can obviously if you have your GIA lab certificate, all the all the deeds should be on there. Okay. So it should say if it has none or a faint. Strong, so anything medium and up, I wouldn't really go for. But you know, that's a small thing. Um, I would say the most important things you need, you need to focus on. Is, so the cut. So if you're looking at a round, brilliant cut, you would want to make sure it's triple excellent. So that just means a, a, a symmetry proportion, you know, of the facets and, you know, the overall cut is excellent, because um, that will obviously give you the most like um, fire and scintillation and light return. So that's what makes your stone sparkle is the cut. Is the cut. So so should we go? Let's go through it like step by yes. step. So step number one, get your certificate. Yes, the GIA certificate. So what I normally do for 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 clients, so I work with private clients, and then we work within their budget. And then I'll like cherry pick um, like uh, a few stones for them to view. So obviously, you know, it depends if they're looking for round, brilliant stones or if they're looking for fancy shaped stones. So the fancies is every every other shape except round. Okay. And fancies are a little cheaper than the round brilliant because the round brilliant cut is the optimum cut. It's got about 58 facets and it is, so it is a little bit, it's a premium cut. And then obviously the triple excellent would be, you know, the, the best in that. The in best that, of the best. Yeah. So that I would always recommend for a round brilliant. And then we can look at obviously color, which is something that um, happens when a diamond, you know, um, obviously the, the, the less color or the whiter the stone, then um, the more rare, so then the price will go up. But with color, I think, you know, it's like kind of a preference, you know, what you, what you want, because having a slight yellow tint or, you know, that could, some people might quite like yes. that, but then that will bring down the, the value of the, of the diamond so yes. it just depends um so i think anything in the near colorless range is nice so your gh or iij range and then because um, that will still face up white okay so that's nice and then you're obviously not paying for your colorless like the df colors which is can be you know make the price points go up quite a bit and then the next thing we look at is clarity and clarity is the basically the inclusions inside the diamond so it's just all the little imperfections so it's also it's a natural thing that happens um, yes. and um, it depends on i guess clarity you can get internally flawless or you could get you know um, i mean obviously all of this is done through magnification using a 10 by magnification loop so um, none of those you're really going to see with the naked eye but um, I would say you would be quite safe in the VS to SI 1 or 2 range. VS to SI Yes, so basically it means very slightly included. You get 1 and 2 and then you get SI slightly included 1 and 2. So I wouldn't go lower than... Um, but also, as I said, like if you can't see the imperfections with a naked eye, why should it worry you? You know, it yes. should be... As long as the stone looks eye-clean and beautiful, then I, I think that's fine. So obviously the clarity will also um, affect the price. And then you've got carat weight, which is pretty simple. If it's a one carat or two carat, I would say most, most people looking for engagement rings these days are looking between, you know, in that sort of one carat range. Okay. Yeah. Around a carat. Yes. 
So, I mean, and that's, I mean, that is a decent sized stone. It's not, you know, like, I, I know we all see these rings on Pinterest that are like these massive rocks, but when you actually see a carrot stone, it is actually a really nice sized stone. Hey, um, are you, you're more yes. a five carat girl. No. <laughs> well, to be honest, you know, when I was studying in New York, it's, um, I think like the the I mean, obviously all the high high end um, you know jewelry stores there are just mind boggling and they just you know you there the bigger you know in America also they like to supersize things yes so anything from about three carats up is kind of like the going rate for engagement rings so I think they kind of like compare it to like a th like three months salary <laughs> yeah but that's in New York South Africa we're different I think we you know you're wanting to get a diamond as a, you know for an engagement ring because of its obviously its durability um, and it's um, you know because it is 10 it's it's on the Mohs scale so it is very hard um, so you can wear it for a lifetime and it's not going to abrade or chip, you know. I mean, obviously it's not indestructible, yes. but it is it is very hard. So that's why people always tend to go for diamond um, um, for an engagement ring option. You know, it always seems to come out um, king. And then, yeah, so that's... Okay, so we've jumped around a little bit. Yes. Um, but I just want to try and... So it, if the t 10... Th the 10 things, can you just like kind of rattle them off? Yes, okay, so basically, obviously we, you know, when choosing an engagement ring, we need to, we need to um, also look at your um, partner's personality type. Yes. So, you know, somebody who's, um, you know, if they work with their hands or, you know, that, and then it'll, that'll kind of determine what sort of design yes. um, engagement ring we go with. And then also, you know, you can choose from different metals. So we've got, I would generally say 18 karat gold, yellow, rose or white, and then you've also got platinum. Um, and then, um, you know, obviously the classic solitaire is, is lovely and uh, timeless. Um, that you can set in either four or six claws. That's such a good tip, like to actually care about like what your fiance does. I know that yeah. sounds like so silly to people, but so often um, I know girls that have been proposed to and they've ended up getting this ring that and they are artists or they mm. are do you know what I mean they work with their, their school teachers and yes. they are constantly working with their hands and then they don't want to have like a big engagement ring and they something like an um, uh, what are the when you get the stones all the way around oh yeah so that would be that's an, a full eternity band a full eternity band is such a great option for yeah. someone like that yes, because exactly. it doesn't get in the way yeah and you can obviously you can go full eternity half or you can maybe go just just over half and then that you can you can vary in size so if you want something very dainty or if you want actually you can go all the way up to about a, I would say 20 points so that would be a nice big bling <laughs> and then also with eternity bands you can get different shaped you know that you don't have just have to go for rounds you could go you, um we can offer ovals or um yes. you know, princess cut or you know so there, there are a few oh, emerald cut which is nice so which is also nice a few, yeah few different ideas so and with the eternity i just wanted for the listeners yes. who aren't who aren't um, kind of don't know this you know a tennis bracelet guys the best way for me to describe it is if you think of a tennis bracelet think of a really miniature tennis bracelet <laughs> made into a ring that's kind of how if yes. you can picture that in your mind that's a good sort of um, image for an eternity yeah. ring and eternity rings are lovely they add a lot of sparkle they actually the price points are pretty good um, yeah so even if it's not as a if you wanted to wear it as an engagement ring wedding band or a push present or a 
birthday gift you know it's always a nice a nice ring to have to if you want to jazz up your engagement ring and then obviously also with engagement rings you don't always have to go for a diamond if you would like to go for a gemstone um, that's that look that's also lovely you could go for a ruby or a sapphire they're nice and hard and then I found like some so is the tip there finding a stone that is good and hard because I yes. think that's that that's probably it's one of the things that people don't really take into account they kind of go oh but that's a beautiful stone but yeah. you want to choose a stone that is hard so that it lasts longer yeah, so you is can that wear it every day because you know we all when we talk we like to use our hands a lot <laughs> so yes, we, we do. always do you know and uh, you can actually knock your ring quite a bit and you so, can actually knock you know, your ring you quite can, a bit. Because yes. it's, you know, it, so that's why I would suggest always going for a, an either 8 to 10, you know, a stone on the Mo, you know, gemstone on the Mohs scale. Just so it's, it's, it's hard and durable to wear every day. That's okay, so that's the tip. So if you, tip. Go, if you go to speak to somebody, so, you can say, can you please tell me which stones are in the 8 to 10 range? Yeah, on the Mohs scale. Even a little bit scale. higher than that. So like an emerald, for example, it's so beautiful. But I would, I would, re wouldn't recommend it for everyday wear. Same thing with the Tanzanite. Okay. You know, so you just just remember that because they are expensive stones, and you don't want to land up, you know, uh, you know, chipping it or you know, not knowing. You know, yes. People, you just need to ask those questions. But I think, I think diamonds always going to come out up um, out on top. On top. And it's also the best, better, best investment out of the lot because it's you know obviously being a diamond. And then as I said, when we look at all those different value factors, we can actually get a diamond to suit your um, you know your budget. So yes. generally I'd go for that, but then also colored stones are also a nice option. Amazing. Okay, so uh, you and I can just always <laughs> chat for ages, but we've only got two minutes left. So what I'd like to just go through are you, we spoke about what are the essential pieces? Like if you want to buy timeless pieces rather than, you know, guys, I'm always talking about sustainability rather than buying loads and loads and loads of things, buying the classic pieces that are going to last your lifetime. I think those are your investment pieces. Those are the important things that you can wear over and over again mm -hmm. at any age throughout your life that are going to last you. And I thought I'd like to ask Katie, what are her top few pieces, those pieces? Okay, well, I mean, obviously I would say sort of entry level um, would be your um, diamond, um, diamond earrings, diamond stud earrings, um, your like a diamond pendant. Also could be a nice thing yes. for like a, a milestone birthday or an engagement uh, or anniversary gift um, and then you've got I would say uh, obviously diamond engagement ring um, diamond eternity band um, and then obviously your diamond tennis bracelet and tennis necklace so those are and all tennis the tennis necklace yeah so wowzers, that's basically like, a di that, like the tennis bracelet but just little bit more you know just a bit more supersized that um, you can wear around your neck <gasps> so I mean if you me. I guess if you have all of those <laughs> you would be like you know there would be a really nice uh, 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 set to have or suite to have in your jewelry box or safe and then I guess it's you know those pieces you can wear for a lifetime they're classic pieces and they, um, you know, then you can also and they use never them as go out of fashion heirlooms. no exactly. because they, exactly so we at, at Bespoke by Kate we like to focus on on classic jewelry um, with you know a little bit of a twist um, obviously um, also do 
personalized jewelry as well. Yes. So anything from disc chains and signet rings and all that. So your work is absolutely beautiful. You did um, the engagement ring for my sister. You've done rings for my mom. And um, I mean, like I, I'm always telling people to use Kate because her work really is fantastic. You can find Kate on Instagram, bespoke by Kate, B-E-S. P-O-K-E by Kate, K-A-T-E. Um, and where else, there's also your website, yeah. bespoke by Kate.co.za. If you are wanting a consultation, if you are wanting to just chat to Kate or connect, definitely get in touch. She is the most kind, warm, welcoming, accommodating person. Um, she is really, really amazing. And there's a bunch of information and you can have a look at all the beautiful creations that she has already been involved with. We have run out of time, Katie, but thank you for coming <laughs> into you. studio. It was Thanks so, so lovely to have me. you in studio and we will be releasing the podcast so that you guys can see it. I will also put a photograph of me and Kate up with the links to her site and to um, her Instagram page so that you guys can get in touch.